Every Sunday afternoon, we like to hear a few words from Oregon's Poet Laureate, Kim Stafford, who's been inspired to write about the coronavirus pandemic on Portland Radio Project. Oregon Poet Laureate, Kim Stafford, what a pleasure. Thank you for taking time to be with us Pleasure to be with you. Is poetry important in our world right now with the pandemic? Well, compared to confusing news sources, uh, compared to conspiracy theories, compared to fears, anxieties, I think poetry tries to strike a clear note in confusing times. Mm. And so in that regard, I think it's oxygen. Beautifully put. Your father, uh, who also was Poet Laureate of Oregon, and... It's uh, very confusing. You know, people meet me, Rebecca, and they say, well, I've heard of you, but I thought you'd be a lot older. (laughs) Say, well, that was the old man. Yes, William Stafford. And in your remembrance book of him, you said that if it was one thing he taught you, it was that words could express how it is in hard times. Did you think about that? Uh, when you started thinking about writing in the pandemic? Uh, Yeah. Um, You know, I'm as susceptible to confusion as anyone. Uh, I try to understand what's happening from many sources, from friends, from messages from far away. Uh, You know, email my friend in Iran, a friend in Mexico, how's it going? Uh, And poetry is a way to, as a writer or as a reader, essentially set an appointment with yourself to try to think something through and to do that in quiet, uh, away from the stridency of, uh, of all that's happening around you, to try to go into yourself and try to understand. Tell us a little bit more about your writing process. What is it like? Yeah, well, uh, I take a cue from my dad. You know, he wrote every day for 50 years and uh, turned out 22,000 pages. Uh, And about one in eight of those days resulted in a poem that he put forth. Uh, For me, I write religiously every day. I get up uh, in the dark, take a walk in the dark, uh, sort my thoughts and then sit down and uh, go through a four-step process to kind of prime the pump. Uh, First writing that's not poetic, not lyric, it's just scribbling, just wondering, asking, pondering, and then into something like a poem. And it often starts, Rebecca, with uh, a word or a phrase you know, we're surrounded by a certain vocabulary right now. Uh, lockdown, pandemic, uh, shelter in place, mask. You know, these are words, uh, everybody's on Zoom. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a new vocabulary that surrounds us. And so I find myself just taking uh, one of those words or phrases and uh, seeing what it's about by writing a poem. Hmm. Would you mind just listing the four steps for aspiring poets? Yeah, um, it's actually on my website. <laughs> There's a, a essay there called Writing as Ritual. The ritual for me is uh, first I write the date, 
uh, to get oriented. And then I write what I call my boring prose, you know, my, my dear diary. This is what happened yesterday. This is what I'm wondering. This is what I'm remembering. This is what I'm afraid of, you know, just uh, sort of writing before I have to write well. And then the third step is kind of mysterious. Um, I call it an aphorism. It's a thought, a question, an enigma. Like this morning, uh, I was overwhelmed by email yesterday, so my aphorism this morning, email. Easy means freedom. Freedom means abundance. Abundance means flood, and that's hard. You know, so that's not a poem. It's just a little thing to turn in my mind. Then I write a poem. Then I take one of those words or phrases or enigmas, as Paul Clay said, for a walk. See where it goes. <laughs> How are you feeling right now with the pandemic? You know, I go uh, way up and way down. It's a big spectrum. I'm terrified some days. Uh, I don't see us coming out of this for a long time. Um, we're going to have to learn a lot. We're going to have to trust each other. We're going to have to do things in new ways. But within that, and I think this is partly attributable to having a writing practice, I see tremendous opportunity. You know, this is the big reset button for our country and our world. Um, and we might come out of it, as my parents came out of the Great Depression, with a new set of values, virtues, uh, forms of persistence and trust, collaboration. On a good day, in a good moment, I'm very excited about what we might uh, learn together from this time. That would be a, a wonderful outcome. So are the poems for you and others, or are they really for other people? Well, you know, one thing I learned as Poet Laureate, um, and I've talked about this with a number of people, um, my predecessor, the eighth Poet Laureate of Oregon, Elizabeth Woody, who's now the director of the Warm Springs Museum, and she's at Navajo, Wasco uh, heritage. In her last reading as Poet Laureate, this was May of 2018, she said, you know, the more I do poetry, the less it's about what the poem is and the more about who the poem serves. And I feel that way about poetry. I want my effort with words to serve. You know, sometimes an individual, a love poem for my wife, uh, for my friends, for my fellow teachers. Uh, I went to Two Rivers Prison. I wrote a poem for the gentleman there. Um, I went to the legislature. I wrote a poem for the legislators. So I think, uh, you know, it starts with my thoughts, Rebecca, but it's really for a listener, a reader. And what do you hope the listener or the reader will take away? Well, uh, uh, maybe a reframing of what had been a simple uh, fear or prejudice or anxiety, uh, a new way to look at things. You know, I want to find ways we can accompany each other through the labyrinth of this mysterious time. 
And a poem can be like a little lamp, you know, it just illuminates maybe a few uh, a few little thoughts, uh, but it's a beginning for a journey with greater confidence. That's a great segue to you reading some of your poems. Would you do that for us now? Yeah. Well, here's an example. Um, you know, this, this phrase, shelter in place, that we're all doing now. Um, you know, so I'm sitting at my desk. I'm thinking, shelter in place. Well, shelter. Well, when I was a child, uh, you know, I would build a fort. I would get under a tree. I would go into a burrow in the bushes. Uh, and so that led me to this poem, Shelter in Place. Long before the pandemic, the trees knew how to guard one place with roots and shade. Moss found how to hug a stone for life. Every stream works out how to move in place, staying home, even as it flows generously outward, sending bounty far. Now is our time to practice. Singing from balconies, sending words of comfort by any courier, kindling our lonesome generosity to shine in all directions like stars. You know, so it starts very local, a tree, uh, a shady spot, and then it works its way out to the stars. And along the way, I'm hoping it will accompany a reader with a sense of you know, I'm not alone in this. Uh, rivers know how to do this. Moss knows how to do this. Stars know how to shine. I want to send my bounty forth. Beautiful. Want to read another one? Yeah. Um, my daughter is living in her basement apartment in southeast Portland, and um, so I worry about her. I can't, uh, I couldn't really be with her on her birthday, and, you know, so uh, she's okay, she's healthy, uh, but I wrote this poem for her, for a daughter in quarantine. It's also like a dream, as in my mind, I drive the empty streets to find you across the river, then east and north, all trees and wild blossom. In my mind, I descend the steps to your basement den with food, drink, music, we sit together, your stories and mine. I'm old, may catch it, be gone. Or you, or both of us. It was always possible, but now we live in acceleration of the possible. I always wanted your independence, and now we have it. I here writing this, and you there in danger brave, child, girl, woman, it's okay. From far, we live this day. Got me a little verklempt on that one. Uh, me too. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, is that writing for me? Well, yes, I want to I console myself, but it's for my daughter. It's for anyone who has a child or a friend or a dear one that they can't be with. Um, you know, I put put a few words in the water and let them flow forth into the world. Love that. How about the next one? Oh, I have this one, uh, Spring Fever in Lockdown. 
I'm thinking of all the kids uh, home at school, and uh, you know, I think back to my time in high school when I did a lot of time staring out the window, <laughs> just gazing. And uh, now they're home, gazing out the window at home. So, and and again, Rebecca, this started with the phrase. I thought spring fever. Wait a minute, that that means something different in the pandemic. Fever is a dangerous thing, but spring fever, spring fever in lockdown. School never looked so good. Even waiting for the bus in the rain, give it to me. No seat, I'll stand. I'll stumble at the turn, even fall in someone's lap. Anyone, okay? Touch, elbow, knee, shoulder. It's called being alive. The warning bell, music to my ears. Math class, history class, bio lab, love it. Backs of heads while teach gives a PowerPoint, beautiful. The hall at break, lockers slamming, everybody bumping into everybody. What's better than that? I mean, really, better than these walls, this window. Wish I was in class right now, staring out the window, wishing I was home. Awesome. How could you remember all of those <laughs> typical high school oh, things? <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's about 10 feet away. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if this makes sense, Rebecca, but uh, I've told my wife on my tombstone, you may inscribe, he was easily pleased by a few words. <laughs> and for me, a poem is a few words of uh, just rich conversation, you know, with a good friend. It's ordinary, but it's important. It helps us be more closely bound. It's great work. What's next? So, so I have, uh, this isn't a poem, but this is something I wrote today. I have a book coming out a year from now uh, from Red Hand Press, and it's called Singer Come From Afar. And they wanted a paragraph describing the book. And I realized, thinking about our program today, Rebecca, that this sort of speaks to what I'm trying to do with poetry. So here's the paragraph about my book, Singer Come From Afar. In our world of news and trouble, men babble into microphones, not saying what we need them to say. Even those closest to us may be silent about what we need to know. There is shouting, stridency, but about matters of quiet importance, a reticence. So many words, so much obfuscation. What recourse? Enter poetry. In this book, silence speaks. What's not revealed at the press conference? What's at stake at the border? What can wild birds teach us about stormy weather? What forms of unity await our attention so long distracted by divisions? And how could we learn to practice a complex form of yes in spite of all? In post-election poem, pandemic poem, earth verse, and friendship blessing, in tweet, aphorism, ballad, and psalm, this book delivers challenge, interrogation, anthem, and consolation. This is a box of remedies for your enigmas. Excellent. When is your book coming out? Uh, it'll be March of 2021. Have me on again. I'll read some poems. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will certainly do that, and we will cherish the ones that you read for us today. Yes. I'm really grateful that it worked out and you were able to join us today. My pleasure. 
Thank you so much. Be well. That was Oregon Poet Laureate Kim Stafford with one of his pandemic poems. You'll find it along with others at prp.fm. Now stay tuned for the podcast co-op on Portland Radio Project. <laughs>